Hi guys, this is Vidas and Ursula. Let's start episode uh, 92 of Ask Vidas and Ursha podcast. And uh, today's question was sent by John. And he asks uh, how to create alternate harmonizations and descans for the last verse of the hymn. Basically, this is the question how to reharmonize any type of melody, yes, Usha? Yes, I believe so. So here is the situation, as I understand. You have a four-part setting of a hymn from the hymnal. You normally play from this, from this sheet, from this setting, playing four parts, maybe with pedals, maybe without pedals. And then when the last verse comes, you want to be able to play something else based on that melody, right? Something uh, different harmony. So, Osha, what would you do in this situation? Well, no, to change harmony completely, it might be a little bit dangerous thing for congregation. You could do that probably, yes. But in order to reharmonize, you know, you have to know what, what is written in your original hymn. Mm-hmm. And then based on that, you could reharmonize it. But definitely there are various ways to harmonize the same melody. You can do different, you can use different chords. Or you can, you know, you can do the different texture too. Let's talk about uh, adding different chords first. Uh, wouldn't be wouldn't it be easier to simply play from the sheet looking at the solo melody without the the given harmonization and add your chords add your harmonization uh, on top of that solo melody yes that's a possibility definitely like you would uh, at home write down the melody on a separate sheet of paper soprano line and when the last verse of the hymn comes, you start playing not from the hymnal, but from that sheet. That's a possibility, right? definitely, yes. And, and you can add whatever you want then. Well, mm. yes, but it should fit, you know, the, the, the melody too. So you still need to follow some rules. What is num- rule, rule number one here? What's, what's forbidden, maybe? What would you have to avoid when harmonizing soprano line? Well, probably the basic things are like to avoid fifths and octaves, to avoid augmented intervals, jumps off in augmented intervals. Then, you know, to avoid leading all voices, all four voices to one side, either moving up or down. What what is the number one solution to all these problems? Well, you would have to. Well, if you would write the harmony down, you know, if you would harmonize it, then you could check it for those mistakes. But also, you know. What I mean is, when you harmonize. Uh, the soprano line, what would you do with the bass? Normally, do you go 
to the same direction or opposite? No, well, actually, usually bass moves to the opposite direction comparing with the soprano. Why? But, well, when it creates a nice contrary motion. And why? But, but sometimes the soprano and bass can move to the same direction, but maybe one of the inner voice can just stay in the same spot. Yes. So generally what you mean is the easiest uh, thing to watch out is con for contrary motion between the outer voices, yes. soprano and bass, yes. but sometimes maybe inner voices can have uh, contrary motion with soprano as well. And that's how you avoid those forbidden intervals, right? Yes, that's right. And okay, uh, what else should uh, John know when he wants to reharmonize the melody? Maybe uh, how to discover the chords from each note of the melody. Let's say the melody is in C major and, and you see the note C on the page, right? What kind of chord would fit on that? Well, tonic chord and then sixth scale degree, root position chord, and of course subdominant chord. So basically you have some... Tonic would be C, E, G. Some, 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 you know, some choices. Sixth scale degree chord would be what? A, C, E, and uh, subdominant would be F, A, C. Yes. You see in each of these three chords, there is a note C present, therefore it fits nicely. And third scale degree chord too has a C note, but uh, it's maybe not that you know, often used, but it could also be used in some cases. And of course you could not use you know, a chord in like root position, not only in a root position, mm -hmm. you could use inversions too. First inversion usually. Yes, first inversion. Normally. Yes. Um, what if I have uh, the note D in the melody? Well, it could be a dominant or... G, B, D? That's right. What or else? So, well, seventh skill degree, first inversion. Uh, D, F, D, F, B. B. Of course, you could uh, use, you know, like dominant uh, inversions or, you know, dominant seventh chord uh -huh. and inversions of it. So that's G, B, D, F and its inversions. Or, you know, seventh skill degree, seventh chord. Uh, B, D, F and F, A. A. Or uh, just second skill degree root position chord. That's right. Or first inversion. Well, yes, but be careful with that chord. It's not so often used uh, in, you know, in a root position, especially in a minor uh -huh. keys. In major keys it's okay, but in minor keys it's a diminished chord, so it's oh, not that it's often forbidden. used. Yes, you could use inversions of it, like mm -hmm. first inversion. That's right. And so on, right? You have yes. to think... Uh, you don't have to uh, know mentally all these chords, the, the names of these chords, but you can discover them by building them up from the base. Right? From the note E, you could discover E, G, B. When E is in the, in the lowest note, in the lowest position, or in the middle would be tonic chord, uh, C, E, G, 
right e is present or the six scale degree when it's on top a c e right yes so people can really experiment i think with these uh, uh, chords and melod melodic notes right see what fits and uh, what color it creates each particular chord because not every chord uh, fits nicely to the next one right that's true what are the three main functions that people should be aware of well tonic subdominant and dominant and what you have to know is that you know tonic may appear after each of these you know functions mm -hmm. basically it's you know it's the main function and you know subdominant may for me come before tonic and go after tonic and then after subdominant dominant may come but after dominant chord, you never use the subdominant chord. Unless there are, there are some exceptions, right? Yes, there are some exceptions, but... It's too advanced to talk about But we are very, mm -hmm. you know, rare, and you need to know how to use them. Mm -hmm. So basically, you know, after a dominant chord, you use either another dominant chord, or you, you know, just resolve it to a tonic chord. Right. Right, so guys, if you want to reharmonize your melody you can follow those simple suggestions if you want um, um, to create additional melodic line like a fifth voice uh, which is called descant this is something else right osha that's right yes this is especially nice if a trumpet let's say plays very high or cornea uh, high pitch melody on top of the harmonized four part setting that's right for the last verse of the hymn and i believe there are many collections that people have created uh, for like 10th uh, or, or 100 hymns from the hymnals or maybe in every uh, hymn setting they ha have reharmonized everything and created additional descant right so that's people right. could uh, open open specific uh, title of the song of the hymn and choose the descant and just play it right but what if if a person wants to try to create the descant isn't it's it's kind of a, a tricky because you have to create additional voice but may it may it may be less tricky if you think it uh, in terms of creating a melody based on on those chords yes you can double right you can double some of the voices sometimes right and but, you not, can, but not all the time maybe. you know just uh, once in a while yes. double uh, because you see uh, in every three-part chord tonic subdominant dominant let's say there are three notes but there are four voices soprano alto tenor tenor and bass and at the end, you want to add a descant, which is the fifth voice. So you have to double something. Yes, but you also could create some diminutions maybe in the descanto voice. Oh, that's right. You could uh, basically... What I have uh, uh, found very useful is to try to play a voice which is a high-pitched voice but not the melody not the soprano not the women's high-pitched voice but let's say men's 
like tenor tenor because it's an inner voice they never hear it on top of the melody and it's, it feels very very nice if you play it with cornet or trumpet yes i think this should work that's the easiest way yes no reharmonization necessary you just have to you just have to play a different setting of the hymn so imagine of course your right hand should be uh, free to take this desk hand with the solo stop what would uh, your left hand do then osha probably to play three voices and then you know bass line in that other three voices in a closed position probably yes of course in soprano alto and tenor you wouldn't enough. be able to play in an open position three voices in one hand so, uh, closed position means that each of those three voices have to be closer than than um, a fifth apart basically not more than a fourth yes perfect that's fourth. right um, so then and the distance between those three uh, outer voices soprano and tenor should not be more than an octave because right. your hand will be too narrow that's right. true. So, and, and the pedals can take the usual bass line, I think. Right. Yes, yes. So guys, try this at home and try, of course, before, well ahead of time and try many times and uh, work on fragments and, and sections and not necessarily everything together, but how about just practicing the tenor line with the right hand alone? just to make sure you 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 know the movement yes that would be a good way to practice mm -hmm. do you oh, think uh, go ahead or maybe you could know i just thought about modulation you no know, going <laughs> right away whole step or half step up like in a pop mu music you could do that for the last verse of the hymn too but for that you would need probably interlude modulating interlude well, you know, like in pop music, sometimes we do it right away without any interlude. Mm, so, yeah, it depends on your uh, style and choice and taste, probably. <laughs> yes, that's true. And skill, if you want how to, if you know how to modulate from C major to C sharp major, then go ahead and do that for four or eight measures, and then you can uh, add uh, the last verse half step higher yes that's nice for easter or christmas solemn occasion do you think also that uh, people could um, um, benefit from our courses on harmonization i think so yes uh, something like a, a workshop on hymn harmonization and uh, i think uh, harmony for organist level one two that's true it explains the main voice leading yeah and functions of a course that's a valuable course for beginners great and you did the, this course with victoria too right uh, i think explaining a little bit uh, those uh, concepts which also would be helpful all right so guys uh, go ahead and apply our tips in your practice and send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. This was Vidas. And Ushra. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. <laughs>